Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery, from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories, and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts, or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. Hi, it's the Reading Bug. Here to let you know that today's episode of Reading Book Adventures is sponsored by Penguin Young Readers Group, a global leader in children's publishing, featuring their new hilarious picture book, Kitties on Dinosaurs by Michael Slack. Please help support our sponsor by purchasing Kitties on Dinosaurs or other great titles from Penguin Young Readers Group at thereadingbug.com or your local independent bookstore. Hi, reader. Welcome back for an all-new episode of Reading Bug Adventures, the first one of our sixth season. Written, performed, and produced by The Reading Bug, our independent bookstore in California. Thank you for your continued support. This season, we're continuing to write and record all of our podcast episodes and music from home. So if things sound a little bit different, that's probably the reason why. Instead of recording in a studio, we're using Zencaster to record over the internet, and we're thankful that their technology enables us to keep on recording. Thank you also to Resonate Recordings, who does the sound mixing and mastery for every Reading Bug Adventures episode. Thank you to our sponsors and to all of you for helping us continue to make our podcast, even in these uncertain times. A big thank you and hello to our newest patrons. Congratulations to Penelope, who completed our summer reading challenge, to Audrey and Colton from Redwood City, Leo and Silas, Gabby and Michael in Nova Scotia, Canada, and Emily and Andrew from Redwood City. You're part of what makes Reading Bug Adventures possible. To become a patron and support our work, visit patreon.com slash readingbugadventures. You can also support our work by shopping with us. We're an independent bookstore after all. Shop for millions of books and gifts, find staff recommendations, or get a personalized care package at thereadingbug.com. Or sign up for our perfectly personalized Reading Bug Box subscription at readingbugbox.com. Now, reader, I think we've waited long enough for a new adventure together, don't you? Then what are we waiting for? Let's fly! It's time for a Reading Bug Adventure! It's a Reading Bug Adventure, there's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper, and your imaginations too. The Reading Bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. Reader, hello! Welcome back. It's so wonderful to see you again. I hope you had a magical summer filled with lots and lots of great books. Did you? That's great! I'm really, really excited to go on an adventure with you today. Where do you think we'll be going? Do you have any suggestions for the reading bug when she gets here? You know, as usual, that little bug seems to be running a little bit late. I'm here, I'm here! I wouldn't miss an adventure with you. I was just finishing up a little last-minute reading. And I had to make a stop on my way here to pick up our friend... <gasps> Spelling Bee! Spelling Bee, I'm so glad to see you! And you too, of course, reading bug. Me too, me too! I can't think of any place I'd rather 
B. Then here with my favorite friends. Yeah, it's really nice to be here with friends, doing something you love to do together. Adventure. You know, not everyone likes the same things I do. In fact, some of the other bugs think it's weird and different that I love to read like I do. They do? But, bug, our differences are what makes us unique. U-N-I-Q-U-E. We should celebrate being different. That's right, Bee. Unfortunately, not everyone sees things that way. Some of the other garden bugs teased me about how different I am, just because I love reading. They call me a nerd, an egghead, and a smarty pants. And you know what? Their words made me feel really sad. Oh, reading bug, I'm so sorry. No one likes getting teased. I hope their mean words didn't make you stop doing what you love, reading. Of course not, Lauren. In fact, I read even more. And after reading, I think I have a perfect adventure planned for us today. One that will bring us nothing but happy, smiley, rainbow-filled feelings. An adventure to a place where there's no teasing. Just rainbows, sunshine, cotton candy clouds, chocolate waterfalls. Wait a second, reading bug. Cotton candy clouds? Chocolate waterfalls? I'm not sure such a place really exists. Not just that, Lauren, but root beer rivers with ice cream floats, gummy candy flowers, sugar dew drops, and so much more. And did I mention no teasing? Bug, that sounds really, really great. But I agree with Lauren. I've never heard such a place. And I come from a world full of wizards, dragons, and magical beasts. It doesn't have to exist in real life, guys. I've been reading fantasy books, and today's adventure is going to be a fantasy one that I know will help cheer me up. Fantasy? Yes! I love, love, love fantasy books, especially when I want to use my imagination. Even though they're sometimes based on real places and stories, fantasy books are set up in imaginary lands and often have imaginary creatures. They're all made up. Here, look, these are some of the fantastic fantasies I brought with me in my book bag today. Louie Let's Loose by Rachel Hamilton. Not Quite Narwhal by Jesse Seema. Unicorns Are Real by Holly Hattam. And It's Okay to Be a Unicorn by Jason Tharp. Oh, Not Quite Narwhal is about a unicorn who was born under the sea to a family of narwhals, isn't it, Reading Bug? Yes! And unicorns are real, and It's Okay to Be a Unicorn are also books about unicorns. That's right! My book bag is filled with books about unicorns, because unicorns and I share something very special in common. You both have horns! Uh, no, wait. You don't have a horn. Do you, Reading Bug? (laughs) Nope. But, just like me, all unicorns are unique. In It's Okay to Be a Unicorn, Cornelius Sparklesteed is a hat maker who lives in Hoofington, a town full of horses. And in Hoofington, all the horses, including Cornelius, love one another. But Cornelius has a secret. Hidden underneath the hats that he always wears, he's really a unicorn. The horses in Hoofington do not like unicorns, and they say mean things about them, just like the other bugs say mean things about me. But... When Cornelius finally feels brave enough to disclose his secret, the horses realize that they still love him, even though he is different from them. And Cornelius discovers that the key to happiness is accepting and celebrating what makes him unique, his unicorniness. You know, Lauren, 
This book made me realize that being unique is good, and that if I celebrate my love for reading, others will too. So, what better adventure to go on today than a unicorn adventure? A unicorn adventure? Oh wow! I'm so 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 excited. I'm walking on clouds. In the land of the unicorns, we'll all be walking on clouds, B. And did you know that unicorns are made of stardust, glitter, sunshine, magic, hugs, kisses, cupcakes, and ice cream? <laughs> They are. So unicorns are not real at all, then, Reading Bug. They're entirely fantasy. Well, I told you that fantasy is sometimes based on reality, didn't I? And unicorns are no exception. Throughout history, there have been many, many legends about unicorns. Legend. L e g e n d. A legend is a story that some people believe is historical or nonfiction, but it's more likely made up or imaginary. Oh, I see. B. It's like Nessie, the Loch Ness monster. We visited her in Scotland. Remember? Some people think that the Loch Ness monster is real, but others think she is a legendary creature. That's right. And just like we use our imagination to find the Loch Ness monster, today we're going to use our imagination to visit the land of the unicorns. Oh, I'm so excited about this adventure! I can hardly stand it. Look, the illustrations in these unicorn books are so beautiful. Unicorns live in pastures filled with green grass and red, yellow, violet, and white wildflowers. The trees are always overflowing with ripe fruit, like juicy red apples, deep yellow and pink peaches. Green limes and yellow pears, and there's nothing but sunny blue skies overhead. And look, there are chocolate waterfalls and root beer rivers and clouds made of cotton candy. And okay, reading bug, we're all excited about this adventure, aren't we, reader? But how are we going to get to the land of the unicorns? Everyone knows that Loch Ness is located in Scotland, but the land of the unicorns? How can we visit a place when we don't even know where it is? Easy peasy lemon squeezy. In *Uni the Unicorn* and *The Dream Come True*, the author Amy Cross Rosenthal says that rainbows are the bridges between our world and the land of the unicorns. She says that finding the rainbow bridge requires three things. First, we have to travel to the right place. The right place? Where could that be? Yes, I've been doing some reading, and I found that there is a mountain in Mount Rainier National Park in the state of Washington that is named Unicorn Peak. It's named that because it looks like the head and horn of a unicorn. That sounds like the right place to me, doesn't it, Reader? Unicorn Peak. That must be the right place. Yes. And second, we have to find the rainbow. I checked the weather forecast for today, and it says that the weather at the top of Unicorn Peak will be sunny, with a hundred percent chance of rain showers. You know what that means, right? Sun with rain showers. That's rainbow weather. Exactly. So. I think if we ask my magic book bag to take us to the top of Unicorn Peak, we just might get from here to there today. And by there, I mean the land of the unicorns, of course. Incredible! A trip to the land of the unicorns? But reading bug, didn't you say there was a third thing we'd have to do? Oh yes, I almost forgot. Uni the unicorn says that in order to get to the land of the unicorns, we have to believe, really believe, that unicorns are real. Believe that unicorns are real, but reading bug, didn't you just tell us that they're legend or fantasy? You told us that they're not real. 
Yes, that is a small hiccup in my plan, I'll admit. How are we supposed to believe in something that's not real? But let's see if we can find the rainbow on top of Unicorn Peak. And we'll, uh, cross that bridge when we come to it. Come on! It's going to be chilly at the top of the peak, so in addition to my unicorn books, I have packed the book bag with hiking boots, thick woolen socks and gloves, and waterproof down jackets to keep you warm and dry. So, what do you say? Are you ready to visit the fantastic land of the unicorns with me? Oh yes, we're ready, aren't we, reader? I've never seen a chocolate waterfall, and I do love unicorns and cotton candy. Yes, let's do it! But before we go, I think we should make sure that we're all stretched out and ready for our adventure, don't you? Climbing Unicorn Peak and crossing over a rainbow bridge sound like pretty difficult work. Let's all stretch ourselves out by standing up, unless you're buckled into your car or tucked into your bed, and wiggle your fingers and toes. Are you wiggling? Great! Now, stretch your arms high up over your heads. Perfect! Stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side, let's get ready to go. Stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side, now we're ready to go. Welcome. And one last thing before we go, reader. Did you remember to bring paper and crayons with you today to help you draw illustrations of all the unique things that you'll see and do on our adventure? Illustrators draw the pictures in the books that we read. And just like them, you can draw pictures of everything that we experience in the land of the unicorns. You can draw anything you want. And your unique illustrations will help you retell our story to your friends and family when we return. Remember, this is a fantasy adventure, so you can really use your imagination. At the end of today's adventure, we'll take a little time to listen to music and draw our illustrations. But you're welcome to stop and draw any time. If you need time, just pause the podcast and you can press play again when you're ready to continue. I can't wait to see all the pictures you draw. If you didn't remember to bring crayons and paper, don't worry. Just press pause or have a grown-up do it for you and get them right now. The reading bug, the spelling bee, and I will wait right here for you. Okay, are you ready to adventure to the land of the unicorns with me? B, I know that you love spelling and spells. So, would you like to ask the book bag to take us to the land of the unicorns today? Oh, yes, I would love to. Thanks, reading bug. Magic book bag. Here is where we live with people we know, but over the rainbow is where we want to go, where unique and unparalleled unicorns roam. Please help us adventure to the unicorn's home. Great job, Spelling Bee. Look, reader, it's working. The Reading Bug's book bag is growing bigger and bigger and bigger, big enough to fit us all inside. And there are all kinds of fantastic pictures and words swirling around inside from the books the Reading Bug brought with her today. I see the cotton candy clouds that Reading Bug told us about. And is that a chocolate waterfall? I see blue skies and beautiful flowers and grassy green meadows. And I see orchards filled with fruit trees. Oh, and look, do you see what I see? That's right. Lots and lots of unicorns. Each one is unique and beautiful. 
There are blue unicorns with golden horns and pink manes and purple unicorns with pink dots, silver horns, and golden manes. There are unicorns with gray coats flecked with pink and even orange unicorns with rainbow-colored manes and tails. <gasps> There's every color combination you can imagine. Oh, I can't wait to see them all in person. Okay, are you ready to hop into the book bag with me? One, two, three... Let's jump inside our book bag What will we find there? Imaginations run away What's in our book bag? Our trusty book bag What will we learn about today? Woohoo! I love this part! We're climbing higher and higher into the sky When I look down on our town, it looks like a toy city Everything is so small I can barely see our houses, or our schools, or the Reading Bug's garden. And we're still going higher and higher, flying over cities, rivers, lakes, parks, and houses. Look down below, reader. Are those mountains with snowy tops? They are. I think we must be getting close to Mount Rainier National Park. You're right. Look over there. Do you see what I see? The very tallest mountain in the mountain range ahead of us looks like the head of a horse. But at the very top of the mountain... There's a craggy rock rising straight up, just like the horn of a unicorn. That must be Unicorn Peak. We're getting closer and closer. I sure am glad I brought warm clothes because it looks really cold outside. Unicorn Peak is covered with snow. It's covered with a light dusting of snow, but the sun is shining brightly. Get ready, reader. I think the book bag is about to land on top of Unicorn Peak. Maybe the snow on the ground will make for a soft landing. So much for a soft landing. Ouch! But look, just like magic, we're already dressed in the warm clothes and boots that the reading bug brought for us. That's right. Hopefully all the warm clothes are just temporary necessities, though. I'm sure it's bright, sunny, and warm in the land of the unicorns. I've never read any books where unicorns live somewhere cold or dreary, and I've read a lot of unicorn books. We just need to exit the book bag and find that rainbow bridge. Ready? Follow me! Oh, wow! Look, reader! There are beautiful white snow-dusted mountaintops all around us. And the valleys in between are green with plants and grasses. From way up here, you can see for miles and miles. It's cold, but not too cold. And the sky is beautiful bright blue dotted with light gray clouds. And it's raining. Feel that? It's not a heavy rain, but there's definitely a light rainfall, even though the sun is shining clearly between the clouds. You're right! And you know what that means? It means that we are about to experience some alchemy! A-L-C-H-E-M-Y! Alchemy? What do you mean, B? Alchemy is a seemingly magical process of transformation. And we all know that when sunshine and raindrops combine, they transform into rainbows. Alchemy! Reader, do you see any rainbows yet? Remember, we need to find a rainbow bridge if we want to visit the land of the unicorns today. But you're right! It's a rainbow! It starts at the very top of Unicorn Peak, right behind the horn. And it extends way over there. To the land of the unicorns, I hope! Let's go investigate. Oh, the rainbow is so beautiful! The colors are so vivid, and the sky behind it is clear blue. 
It's not raining very hard anymore, and the tiny raindrops that are still falling are sparkling like diamonds. Like something out of a fantasy book. The reading bug is right, isn't she, reader? This rainbow looks like a painted archway stretching across the sky. The first color inside the arch is violet, then a dark purplish indigo blue. That turns into a brighter blue, then green, then yellow. From yellow, the rainbow turns into orange, and then on the very top of the arc is a brilliant ruby red. I could stare at this rainbow forever. Me too, but we don't have time. Remember, we're here to get to the other side of this rainbow, so we've got to figure out how to get across. But I'm not even sure how to get close to it, reading bug. It seems as if the closer we walk to the rainbow, the further away it gets. You're right about that, Lauren. Here's where my fantasy books are sure to come in handy. In Uni the Unicorn and the Dream Come True, Uni and the little girl are only able to reach the rainbow when they close their eyes and twirl around. If we all twirl around together, maybe we can reach the beginning of this rainbow. That's a great idea, Reading Bug. I love to twirl. We'll have to be careful if we close our eyes. Remember, we're on the top of a very tall peak. But let's give it a try. Reader, on the count of three, let's all close our eyes and twirl together. Ready? One, two, three, twirl! Okay? Think it worked? Only one way to find out. Let's all open our eyes together. <gasps> it, it worked. You're right. Reader, it's unbelievable. We are standing right next to the start of the rainbow. The colors are reflecting brightly in your face and it's so close to us, I think I might even be able to reach out and touch it. Hmm. Lauren, we're definitely close enough to touch the rainbow, but I don't think we can touch it. Your hand went right through it when you tried. But if we can't touch it, how will we ever be able to climb over it? I think we might need a little more alchemy if we want to continue on this adventure. In Let's Make a Rainbow by science author Chris Ferry, I learned that rainbows are formed by light and water. It's called optical physics, but this rainbow needs to transform from light and water into something solid. Science tells us that can't happen. But how can we make it so? Maybe by believing? What? Believing. Remember, the reading bug said that step three to get to the land of the unicorns was believing that unicorns really, truly exist. Well, we know unicorns are imaginary, a fantasy. So the rainbow isn't climbable for us. I think you may be right, Lauren. We can't go any farther unless we believe in unicorns. But we can't believe in something that we know doesn't exist. What are we going to do? Why can't we believe in something we know doesn't exist? What? I said, why can't we believe in something we know doesn't exist? You said it yourself, Reading Bug. Unicorns are unique. Just like I'm unique and you're unique. Maybe we've all got a little unicorn inside of us. You're right, Bee. And maybe part of what makes unicorns unique is an ability to be both fantasy and real. I mean, have you ever read a great book and been so carried away by the story that you felt like you were there? I know I have. Our imaginations are powerful. They can bring a fantasy to life. And we found Unicorn Peak and the Rainbow Bridge, haven't we? If this rainbow is the path between our world and the land of the unicorns, then they have to be real, don't they? Reader, I don't know about you, 
but I think I might be beginning to believe in unicorns. And look, just like that, alchemy! <laughs> B, you're right. Look, reader, the rainbow. It's transforming. The colors are becoming even more vibrant and opaque. I can't see through them anymore. It's becoming solid. Lauren, reader, B, it's working. The more you believe in unicorns, the more solid the rainbow becomes. Use your powerful imagination to imagine the real live unicorns on the other side. What do they look like? What are they doing? What other amazing things await us on this adventure? Great work. Look at the rainbow now. It looks almost like a staircase ascending into the sky. The handrail on one side is a vivid violet, and the handrail on the other side is a radiant red. Come on, what are we waiting for? Let's go! Unicorns, here we come! Whoa! This isn't a staircase at all! It's more like an escalator, isn't it? We're zipping up, 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 and over the rainbow! Hang on! Whoa! Hey! What just happened? The escalator stopped. Did someone stop believing in unicorns? Not me. I believe more than ever. What about you, Reader? Reader? Oh, there you are. I could barely see you in all this gloomy fog. This doesn't seem right. The land of the unicorns should be just on the other side of the rainbow. But we're stuck at the top. Hmm. It's a pretty steep slide down to the other side of the rainbow. And... It doesn't look very warm and sunny down there, either. In fact, I think it's snowing. In the land of the unicorns? Impossible. And how can you tell, anyway? The fog here is really, really thick. I can't see anything. Me neither. That's because humans and ladybugs only have two eyes. But bees, like me, have five eyes. See, I have two big eyes on either side of my head that are compound eyes. That means they're made up of lots of tiny lenses and let me see wider images than you. In addition, I have three ocelli eyes on the top of my head. An ocelli, O-C-E-L-L-I, is a type of simple eye that can detect light, but not shapes. With my five eyes, I can see light that has traveled through filters like these thick gray clouds. And what I see is a long slide down to the other side of this rainbow and a cold and bleak landing at the bottom. Nonsense! I told you, it's always sunny and happy in the land of the unicorns. I'm heading down to check it out and to take a sip from the chocolate waterfalls. See you on the other side. Reading bug, wait! Oh no, she's gone! But how are we supposed to get down from here? Reader, we can't fly like she can. My suggestion would be to sit on your bottom, stretch your legs out in front of you and slide just like you do at the playground. But watch out, you're in for a slide of your lifetime. It's a long way down from here. Oh my, Reader, what should we do? Do you think we should take the long slide down even though B says it's cold and gloomy at the bottom? Or should we head back home? I need to go after the reading bug. I don't want her to be all alone down there. I'll see you at the bottom. Well, looks like we don't have much of a choice, do we? Reader, Sit down and stretch your legs out in front of you, and let's slide to the other side together. Ready, set, go! Here we go! Wow! 
Honestly, it was pretty fun, wasn't it? But where are we? This can't possibly be the land of the unicorns. Look! Everything is blanketed in snow, and the sky is covered in gray clouds. It's extremely cold, and almost nothing is moving except the falling snow. No birds, no forest creatures, and definitely no unicorns. Reading bug! Spelling bee! Where are you? Lauren! Reader! I'm right here! But I haven't been able to find the reading bug anywhere! The snow is blowing so hard! I'm struggling to fly! And the snow and the fog are making it difficult to see anything! Even for me! Where are we? I'm not sure! Crawl inside my jacket so it can warm you up, Bee! Don't worry. We'll find the reading bug together. Thanks, Lauren. What do you think could have happened? This sure does not look like the land of the unicorns reading bug told us about. Everything is desolate. D-E-S-O-L-A-T-E. That means deserted. I really don't know what could have happened, Bee. We must have taken a wrong turn somewhere. Oh, no. Look! The rainbow bridge has disappeared. Reader... We need to find the reading bug and her book bag or we'll never get back home. Did you hear that? What is it? Lauren, reader. I see something moving in the distance. It looks like horses pulling a sled. And it's heading this way. Maybe whoever's in the sled can help us find the reading bug. Hurry, everyone, call out so they can hear us. Over here! Over over here! here. Can you help us? Please! Look, here it comes! Racing through the falling snow toward us. I think they heard us. Great work! It's a really large sled pulled by two large horses, I think. The horses are dull gray-colored, the same color as the storm clouds in the sky. And their long manes are piled high upon their heads. At the top of the sled is a small man with a long, long beard steering the horses this way. And behind him on the sled, perched high up in a seat, is a very tall person in a long white robe and wearing a crown made of ice crystals. Whoa! You, quickly, tell me who you are and why you entered my queendom. I have guards posted at every corner to make sure that only creatures that enter are those that I have invited to visit. I don't invite visitors very often, and I certainly didn't invite you. Oh, your majesty, uh, my name is Lauren. This is my reader friend, and the little bug tucked into the collar of my jacket is the spelling bee. We didn't mean to enter your queendom uninvited. We're travelers through time and space on an adventure, but we seem to have gotten lost. And more importantly, we've lost our friend and her magic book bag in the thick snow. Enough. My name is M as in might, majesty, and magnificence. But you shall call me your royal majesty or your glorious highness. Travelers through time and space, a talking bee in a magic bag. I've met these travelers before and not under very pleasant circumstances. I know a bit about magic myself. Which one of you is the magician? Oh, no, no, we're not magicians, but our missing friend, the reading bug, has a magic book bag that takes us to all of the places we visit on our adventures. And today, we're hoping to visit the land of the unicorns, not your, uh, lovely queendom. Unicorns? Ugh, ugh, but, 
Why would you want to adventure there? Unicorns are all so... unique. No, no, no. Same is better. Here in my queendom, Mland, we celebrate sameness. Under a blanket of snow, everything looks the same, doesn't it, my pretty little adventurers? Every day is the same. It's always winter here, but never, ever Christmas. And everything feels the same, too. Cold. Lauren, look at the horse pulling the queen's sled. Do you see what I'm seeing? I'm not sure they're horses at all. Under their gray, matted fur. I think I see a little bit of glitter. And there, where their manes are piled high on their heads. Can you see? A horn. What was that? Uh, 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 nothing, your gigantic greatness. I said, uh, popcorn. I love popcorn. Spelling bee, reader, these sad-looking horses have horns on their heads, even though someone has tried to hide them. These horses are unicorns. Why are they sad? And why are their colors so dull? My dear, dear friends, I think you'll enjoy your adventure here in Amland much, much more than a visit to that terrible land of unicorns. And I'd be happy to show you my queendom myself, the royal tour. But first things first, let's find that back, I mean bug. Your glorious highness, we, your fine foot soldiers, are here to assist you. Sergeants Norbert, Norman, Norris, and Ned Gnome, reporting for duty, your excellency. Your wishes are command. What your pleasure today, your regal ruler. Sergeants Norcrest, Nincompoop, and Ninny Muggins. A tiny ladybug has gone missing in the storm, along with a small but magical book bag. You must go find the bag, I mean the bug, before it's too late. And a word of caution to the three of you. Do not bother to return until and unless you have found the bag, I mean the bug. Yes, your yes. royal majesty, your wishes are command. We live to serve you. Yes, 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 definitely, yep. Raider, B, what are those creatures? They're no taller than a small child, although they have long beards like old men. They have wild hair, big red noses, and big bellies on top of spindly little legs. They don't look like any creatures I've seen before. I'm pretty sure those are gnomes. G-N-O-M-E. A gnome is a legendary creature that lives underground, often in a vicinity of witches or wizards. If they are under the spell of an evil witch or wizard, gnome can be very... Dangerous. Dangerous? You know, this queen does look sort of familiar. Your Highness, I think my friends and I should go with your soldiers to help them find the reading bug. She is very small, no bigger than a thumbtack, and they may not be able to even see her without our help. No! Uh, uh, oh, no! That's not necessary. You're here for an adventure, not a search party. Why don't you climb into the sled with me and... Have a cup of hot chocolate, made fresh from my chocolate waterfall. My footman will find your friend. Well, it is very cold, and hot chocolate does sound delicious. It's from a chocolate waterfall, you say? Just like the one in the land of- Here, drink quickly. Drink! 
Mmm. The hot chocolate is amazing. It tastes like toffee, warm cream, and chocolate pudding mixed together, and I feel so relaxed. Now, what is it we were just about to do? We were looking for something, but I can't recall what, so it must not have been very important. Lauren, we're looking for the reading bug. How have you forgotten? Reader, what's wrong with Lauren? She does not seem like herself anymore. I think it's the Queen's Hot Chocolate. Whatever you do, don't drink it. Oh, is that a bee buzzing around my head? Shoo, shoo bee, stop bothering me. Does anyone have a fly swatter? Lauren, it's me, your friend, the spelling bee. Oh, don't worry about that bothersome bee, Lauren. Just take a few more sips of the hot chocolate. Lean back and enjoy your sleigh ride. I'll take you on a quick tour of my queendom. Everywhere you look for as far as you can see, and even further and beyond that, this land and everything in it is mine. <laughs> Let's go. We'll head to my castle, but on the way, be sure to wave to all my happy, loyal subjects. Happy, loyal subjects? I don't see anything. Hey, wait, reader, Lauren, look over there. Are are those unicorns? Oh, where? To our left, in the field of snow. They look like they're orange and pink. Or at least they used to be. Now their colors are all dull, and they look so cold. They're all huddled up together, shivering. And what's wrong with their horns? They are dreary and drab, and covered by their manes, not sparkling and shining like in the reading bug's books. You're right, Bee. Bee, you are mistaken. My subjects are all happy in Emland. Here, look through my rose-colored glasses and tell the bee what you see, Lauren. Oh, you're right, your magnificent majesty. Everything is so lovely here. Bee, those unicorns aren't huddled together. They're dancing. They're moving and swaying. And they're not shivering at all. They're <laughs> laughing. Their horns are covered with lovely knitted caps to keep them warm and safe from the winter storm. Now, Shoo, stop your annoying buzzing and buzz off. Wonderful, wonderful. How about another sip of hot chocolate? And some for you too, my reader friend? Reader, don't drink the chocolate. I don't know what's happened, but the chocolate and the rose-colored glasses are making Lauren see things that don't exist. Those unicorns are cold and scared. And I think I know why. I think we're in the land of the unicorns. Only something terrible has happened. And I'm pretty sure this awful queen has something to do with it. Suit yourself. I'll take care of you later. There is so much more to see, but we are very close to my palace. So why don't you stop there for another tasty treat? A bit of our cotton candy freshly picked just this morning from the bushes in our hot house garden. Say no, Lauren! Say no! 
We need to find the reading bug before it's too late. Why is this bombastic bee still buzzing in my ear? How annoying. Yes, your royal majesty, a bite or two of cotton candy sounds delightful. Hmm, that reminds me. Weren't we going to have some cotton candy someplace else? In the land of... Follow me and stay at least three steps behind me. I am the queen, after all. Just this way through the courtyard. Oh, your majesty. It's beautiful here. Covered in snow. Everything looks just the same. How perfect. And look at these lovely statues all around us. What are they, your exalted excellency? Horses? Oh, these? I'm so glad you asked. This is my uh, unicorn collection, Lauren. Unicorns are oh so much better when they're all the same, aren't they? And these quiet unicorns are all made from gray stone. Not stardust, glitter, sunshine, ugh, magic, hugs, kisses, cupcakes, and ice cream. Yes. Yes. Very beautiful. Very same. Peter, this is hopeless. As soon as Lauren started drinking the Queen's hot chocolate, she stopped listening to me. And she has even forgotten all about finding the reading book. If we're going to save the reading bug and rescue Lauren from the Queen, I think we're going to need to escape. I'm afraid to do this all by ourselves, but I don't think we really have a choice, Reader. It's up to you and me. Lauren is under the Queen's evil spell. And reading bugs missing, things aren't going well. Which you could already tell. It's up to you and me. I may be a bug as small as a pea, but with you by my side, I'm sure we'll succeed. It's up to you and me. Chocolate is so, so splendid. You really should give it a try. I think I'll just pull up a chair and draw a picture of all the magnificent things we've seen today in M-Land. Maybe a picture of you and me and Her Excellency the Queen. The Queen with her beautiful crown and her robes and... <gasps> Could I perhaps have a bit more hot chocolate while I draw your majesty? But of course, Lauren. Now's our chance. On the count of three, follow me. Run quickly and we'll hide in the trees on the knoll behind us. I know this is scary, but if we want to rescue our friends and get back home, we have to escape. Are you ready? One, two, three. Run! Wait! Stop! Come back! Guards, stop them! 
we should stay hidden for a little while, don't you think? Let's catch our breath and avoid capture. And while we wait, I think this might be a good time to pause our adventure. In just a few minutes, I'll play music for you to color to. And you can draw illustrations of our adventure to share with your friends and family. And if you have any ideas how we might be able to rescue Lauren, or the entire land of the unicorn from Queen M, you can draw those too. We're going to need a plan if we're going to get back from this adventure. Thanks for your bravery. We've got a lot of work still to do. But I'm sure that together we can do anything because... When you're a reader, you're a leader. You're ready to learn about everything as you grow. You'll show this world that you can be anything. Help people in need, find a cure for disease, or use a wrench and a jack to fix giant machines. Whatever you do, one thing will be true. There's nothing you can do. You can see it through just by being you. Thank you for joining me on this adventure today, reader. I can't wait to see you next time. I know Emlyn is scary, but Lauren and the reading bug need our help. In the meantime, if you want to read more about unicorns and fantasy, you can find the list of all the books in the Reading Bugs book bag at thereadingbug.com slash adventures. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. It's a reading bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations too. The Reading Bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. Today's episode of Reading Bug Adventures is sponsored by Penguin Young Readers Group, a global leader in children's publishing. Featuring their new hilarious picture book, Kitties on Dinosaurs, by Michael Slack. I'm sorry, can you just hold on a second? Reading Bugs, can you turn that music down? I'm trying to thank our sponsor. Oh, I'm sorry, Lauren. You know how much I love dinosaurs. I was just listening to my favorite song. If you love dinosaurs, I have just the book for you, Reading Bug. Kitties on Dinosaurs by Michael Slack. Michael Slack? Oh, wow. He was one of the very first authors to visit the Reading Bug bookstore when we opened 10 years ago. He's a wonderful author and illustrator. He sure is. And Kitties on Dinosaurs, a daring dinosaur climbing adventure, leads to hilarious kitty hijinks. It's a fun, funny, and adorable tale of perseverance. Aw, those kitties are adorable. I love kitties almost as much as I love dinosaurs. Like all kitties, these felines love to climb things. In fact, they won't give up until they've achieved their ultimate climbing dream, scaling the dinosaurs on nearby Dinosaur Island. Well, that doesn't sound like a very good idea. The kitties are warned that the dinosaurs look hungry, that their teeth are super big, and that things look terribly bleak if they go through with climbing the dinosaurs. But the kitties in the book have a plan. And then another plan. And then another. Well, you get the idea. I sure hope their plans work. If not, it could be a... (laughs) Catastrophe! (laughs) You'll have to read it to find out, Reading Bug. I sure will. And you can read it too, reader, by purchasing Kitties on Dinosaurs by Michael Slack from Penguin Young Readers Group at thereadingbug.com or your local independent bookstore. Thanks to Penguin Young Readers Group for their support. And thanks to all of our individual sponsors as well. If you're interested in becoming a patron, please visit our page at patreon.com. 
Thank you for listening to Reading Bug Adventures. I'm Lauren Savage, and today's adventure was an original story written by Diane and Brandon Savage. This episode was performed by me, Riley, Chloe, Jack, and Brandon Savage, Declan and Kieran Polly, and Matthew and Shannon Shern. Original music was written and performed by me and Brandon Savage. The Reading Bug is our family-owned independent children's bookstore in California, and we are passionate about educating, entertaining, and engaging children of all ages. Learn more about us at thereadingbug.com and our personalized subscription service at readingbugbox.com. Thank you. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. For over six years, The Past and the Curious has been winning fans, sharing stories of real people from the past, and making people smile. I'm Mick Sullivan, author of I See Lincoln's Underpants, which is a book about, well, famous people's underwear. You'll find all of those stories and much, much more in the 100-plus episodes of The Past and the Curious that are currently available. Find it in all the usual podcast places. The Past and the Curious with Mick Sullivan. That's me.